0: Welcome back, Crush A Lot Podcast. I'm your boy, Cheese, as always, from Miami, the bodyguard, doing those 50 straight push-ups every day, (laughs) aka Calzingas. Kalina, (laughs) Kalina, how are you?
1: I'm doing good, thank
0: you. We've been on on this journey for, I would say now, what, over a year, maybe even pushing two years, maybe approaching it. I think um, it's two years. About two years, uh, we never met. That's still, we'll, we'll milestone that one day. But one of the things that we, anyone who listens to the show knows, we love we love production and all types of production in hip hop. The process of it, how people do it. Everyone, that's one thing we talked about a lot recently. Is everyone does things differently, um, and that's an interesting process. Almost about a year ago, we dropped one of an episode that we're both very proud of and that was highlighting Stubangas, Bam Beats, and of course V Don and really talking about production and highlighting some of the producers who are doing great work in hip hop but really paying homage to production and how important it is and not to overlook what production means in the in the game of hip hop and just to people in general. Um, And there is a big movement to, you know, the YouTube space. There's a lot of lo-fi stuff that people listen to just to kind of balance their day. So to to remove it from conversations is not doing beats and production at service. So we're back with a a new series um, where we we are going to look at producers that we listen to, that we're fond of, and really talk about production. Um, So saying that... uh, we have a couple of up, So stay tuned. We won't reveal all the secrets, but we'll let people know. So, Kalima, what, what what do we have in store today?
1: I don't know. I think I'm just mostly curious because I think that, you know, Eloquina has done already so much work for such a long time. You kind of want to see where he's at, like, in the next, you know, phase of your work. Like, what mostly at this point gets you going since you've already been doing this for so long? anyways like what is it that usually just keeps you making music
2: um i mean i guess the uh the easy answer would be uh the money i mean i i
1: but that's not bad though i mean that could be easy but it's not bad that's an incentive
2: to this no i mean don't get me wrong it's always it's always about the music first and foremost i mean i uh I told myself when I started making beats some, I don't know, 15 years ago, or however long it's been, that, you know, I I do it for me, first and foremost. Um, I, you know, when I first started using Fruity Loops, I never thought that, you know, anyone would give a damn what I do. Um, I, I definitely didn't think that I'd have all of these instrumental records out um but honestly it's uh it's kind of like therapy and i know that sounds really cliche but you know it's 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 expression and you know the fact that i can kind of do that for me and you know and there's a few companies a few labels that uh that want to release it uh, to the world um you know it's it's a it's a win-win it's a plus
1: with any other artists from the States like frequently?
2: Um well interestingly, um like when I first kinda really started to put my uh foot on the pedal, I mean I was mostly, you know, just trying to slang beats to, you know, who whoever wanted to beat. And, you know, and I was trying to like ask folks like, yo man, can you hit me with like fifty dollars for this beat and Motherfuckers are hating. It's, nah, man, I can't afford it. Man, I got, I got my child support to pay, um, my my rents due, yada yada yada. And um, you know, I kind of just got frustrated with it after a while, and that's kind of what led me into mostly the instrumental stuff. Um, but really, I got, I got a handful, I got a handful of folks, or kind of like a circle of folks who I. Who I like to work with um, regularly and in every record I do I always try to reach out and you know work with someone new um, I guess without getting into too much detail the next the next record I'm you know I'm trying to just some more some more stuff with um, uh, with other artists but uh, for the most part I've kind of just been focusing on myself
0: When I mean, it's interesting your your projects are interesting that we have a little bit kind of answer the question I had a little bit in my head where it's like the production and how you do and who you work with in terms of creating that there's it, it's always seems obviously there's a symbiosis relationship between MCs and producers but it almost takes away from the producer because the music is there to highlight the MC right there's always this this Um, painting of pictures that is 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 almost famed by the wordsmith MC and the producer is always in the background Where you take a different approach where it's like okay if I'm not gonna collaborate with you make this robust for all of us I'm gonna produce this music that is instrumental that has ups and downs and and stories within its own uh, scope how much? How is is that difficult to produce versus I'm just gonna make a beat for someone, or is it, it? How is that a challenge in thinking about an instrumental journey that you're trying to create for the listener?
2: I mean, it, it's um, it's definitely a different like process. I mean, I can I can make beats and you know, which might just be a simple eight-bar loop. And, you know, and I'll, I'll listen to that shit. The homies will listen to that shit, and it's all good. Um, but certainly when there's rappers, and especially singers involved, um, you know, you definitely have to sort of approach it a different way. Um, I mean, the way that I kind of construct a lot of my instrumental records, you know, I I try to do them in a very, like, adventurous sort of way, you know, which kind of, like... Builds into it, and and sometimes it, it doesn't really work. If uh, you know, if someone's rapping over it, and I've got twelve thousand different things all happening in the background, you know, um, you know, and sometimes literally just just less is more. You know, like I've sent beats, you know, some of like my favorite personal productions to some artists, and they're like, eh, it, it's I right. like, yo, you got nothing else, you know, and then I hit them with that. That throwaway shit that you know I, I almost deleted because I didn't fuck with it, and like yo 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 man, this this, this is the craziest shit I've ever heard, and you know it, it, it's kind of like a weird reverse psychology sort of thing. Like like the the MC is always fuck with the with the joints that I uh, I'm kind of on the fence about, but the ones that I got that real personal emotional attachment to you know like no no one's ever really interested in so you know it's uh i mean and and every artist you work with is different and depending on you know the type of story they want to tell or you know if they just want to get on the record just just talk some shit um you know so certainly when i do like when i make um like my instrumental projects um You know, they're always made without a rapper, without a singer in mind. And then, you know, sometimes it'll come out and, you know, a mixtape rapper will rap on it anyway. And, you know, sometimes it comes out good, sometimes it doesn't. But but just my approach, knowing if I'm working with someone versus not, you know, can definitely sort of change the the way that I put the record together.
1: Now, with that being said, out of all the projects that you've done, all the instrumentals you've done, have you had one personal favorite that was more like you were more attached to it than the
2: others um I mean there's there's two um really for two different reasons I mean I did one in at the end of 2016 called uh Worst Case Scenario and you know just on a personal level that's probably like my favorite record that I've done um and it's unique in that you know that one you know i was going through a lot of a lot of things um during the production of it and you know it, i guess it kind of manifested in the title worst case scenario but it's one of those few records that um you know like i i really really was in love with that record and and everyone else really really loved it too so you know so usually it's usually the feedback is never quite what you expect Um, you know especially when it's like more of an emotional record but you know that one just came together and just every song kind of just fit and um, yeah and just given the place I was in my life at the time you know that one definitely has a lot of uh, sentimental value to me Um, I also did another one back in 2012 called The Scenic Rope um, and that one is more significant because that was the uh, that was the first time I'd had anything uh, pressed on on vinyl, um, which you know might not seem like a big deal for most people, but I mean I, I cried like a baby when uh, when that box of wax came to my doorstep. And that was very much you know for the 24 year the 24 year old version of me at the time like that was a real validation like like yo man like you you're actually on to something this music shit so those those two for sure
0: I want to rewind a little a little bit you've been doing this for quite some time in in the span of like hip hop producers and artists the, the 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 life ratio is not as long as it could be for some people, right? You're in for one season, you're gone, another one. But you've been able to establish yourself in an audience for for, for many, many years. Um, And so you've seen a lot of trends in hip-hop since you started to where you are now, but you're still here Pushing through, and not necessarily like a legacy artist. Like Wu Tang is a legacy group at this point. They're not really putting anything out that's poignant. They're relying on their what they've done in the past. But you're still putting out poignant work. I mean, about a year ago, you, you had you know you had the Fat B, uh release and, and and the Baker's Dozen kind of series. So your name is still there, synonymous with good quality hip hop. How do you stay above all of those trends? And is there pull to like kind of conform to some of the more, uh, modern sounds, um, and incorporate that just as a survival instinct.
2: I mean, I've definitely, uh, I've definitely had my moments, uh, you know, where I sit back, um, especially if I'm talking to, you know, management or a booking agent or somebody and, you know, it's definitely been suggested to me, yo man, like, you know that, that, that boom bap shit that you do like it, it's cool and all but yo there, there's a lot more money in, in EDM or there's a lot more money in how
1: do you take that? like how do you take that when they tell you that and you're like okay whatever and you're like I'm just not gonna I don't want to do anything else or are you even open to doing other things like the
2: EDM that they are like,
1: telling you you should be doing well
2: when it was first kind of like brought or when the subject was first broached I was kind of like nah fuck that i do what i do take it or leave it um and kind of just over time and just having so many homies and contemporaries and peers who you know who kind of are or or sort of who are in that that scene and um you know there's parallels between hip-hop and like techno and house and edm and, and all that stuff but uh you know, at a certain point, when you sort of realize just how much money some of these guys are making, and you know, that's kind of like stop and sit sit down for a sec. Like, you know, if I if I did this one record and I got the shit to blow up, like, mm-hmm, like maybe, you know. But um, but what? But ultimately, you know, I'd get into the lab and I'd start working on it, and within within five ten minutes, it. Like, I just know in my heart, like, this is this, this, this it, it isn't me, you know? And, and I feel like, um, like, listeners can, can tell when, when you're not really doing like genuine shit. So, yeah, it sounds
1: empty. The music sounds empty. You can do yeah. anything you want, you can modify it any way you want.
2: It just sounds empty. Yeah. And it's like, you know, I got a lot of friends who, who make that shit and they're really successful and they're dope at what they do. And, um, and, yeah, and I really fuck with it. But, um, you know, like, like, I'll, I'll sit back and I'll be a fan of what they're doing knowing that, you know, I, I don't have, I don't have to do it. You know, they're someone else is already, is already kind of in that lane. Um, I mean, I remember, uh, I did, I did a trap record like, probably the first time i'd ever i'd ever really tried the style and um i posted it on soundcloud and you know kind of went about my day and came back like three or four hours later and motherfuckers were hating on me like the the 100, 100 comments like no eloquent i can't believe you sold out bro this isn't you bro you're the last one we have left yada 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 and it's just like but damn <laughs> um so i mean you know i for me i i make music that i that i would listen to you know um you know i can't really i get tired of listening to my shit like a few weeks after i make it but ultimately you know if i can't sit back and listen to a record that i do and at least you know, kind of bob my head or, or whatever. Like, if I can't do that, then, you know, it it, it shouldn't come out. So, you know, I've kind of had my identity crisis phase already. Um, but nowadays, you know, I kind of just said to myself, like, fuck it. I mean, I got this far doing what I'm doing. Um, you know, people are either with me or, or they're not. Um, and, you know, I've managed to sort of stay somewhat relevant all this time doing what i'm doing so you know if it isn't broken don't fix it
1: yeah i mean i know that a lot of people it doesn't necessarily mean oh you came out with one project already in the year or two and i know some people don't like to hear it you know like oh are you working on something new actually no i'm taking a break i mean are you taking a break because you just had something in february so are you taking a break now or do you have projects coming up
2: I mean, it, it, it's actually really funny you mention that because um, at certain points I've felt like, damn, I'm, like maybe I'm like overexposing myself. Um, and, you know, like I'll put out a record and then I kind of just say to myself, all right, I'm, I'm just going to take a beat vacation. I'm just not I'm not going to worry about anything until next year or 2020 or whatever and then you know right when i make that declaration you know someone hits me up with a a really interesting project or idea or a record that they want to do and next thing i know i'm you know committed to like four different records you know um so i don't know it's it's hard to stay away sometimes um you know in between every record that i do i try to just not make beats at all for like a month or two just to, you know, sometimes you need time away from things to sort of miss it and appreciate it. Um. So while...
0: My wife doesn't you know, like that theory.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I'm, you,
0: I'm leaving for a few weeks, I'll be back. But she's not happy when I say that.
2: Yeah, I mean, you, you, you kind of have to, and um, you know, so I'll I guess without getting too in-depth, I mean, I've got... Three or four projects that that I'm sort of committed to, but but the thing is that they're not they're not set to come out for for a while. So you know, I I'm trying to avoid you know putting out like five five albums in a year because um, it's kind of hard to convince people to to buy a record after the first store or the second one. You know, that just came out two months earlier, but. Um, <laughs> But you know, I, I'm always I'm always working on something. I mean, I'll have at any given time. I'm always working on some form of project. You know, it might not come out this year. It might come out the end of next year, or maybe even 2021. But you know, there's there's always music to be made, and I never really decide what I want to do with half of the beats I make until much much later. So you know, you kind of just keep stockpiling them and then figure out what.
1: I mean, yeah, it makes sense. I mean, it, we wouldn't want to see, like, certain people overexposed anyway. Because it, it gets boring and it gets tiresome. And then you're like, okay, well, I don't want to listen anymore.
2: Like, <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, it's, but it's, it's interesting because some, I guess some folks can kind of, like, get away with it. And, you know, like, like, knowledge can, I, I remember a few years ago, that fool was putting out literally, literally, like, 13 albums a year. Um like Dudes Bandcamp, Like I was getting those email notifications like like twice a month. Like Rat Tapes, volume twenty seven, you know. And you know, and, and, and it's and it's all good and, and it works, but I mean, you know, those were like mostly like really short records. So, you know, like some some folks can can sort of pull it off and you know, it kind of plays into his like aesthetic the guys like him and like Madlib um, yeah, but for someone like me I'm really trying to do a little more of a, the less is more approach so
0: can, do you remember the first track that you sampled like the one that you practiced on like how do I do this how do I figure this out there's always that one record that we feel we can flip when we hear it when I like I this one record I've been working on for a few weeks now trying to get it the way I want it to sound in my head, but I don't have the technical skills to know how to do it, and I'm too prideful to ask people how to do it. I kind of like the process trying to figure it out, but I know why that record's important to me. Um, is there a rec- is there- Do you remember the first record you started messing with to kind of get
2: the sound that you wanted? Um, Like the very first one, I don't know, it was just some... Some random like jazz, jazz song that um, I sampled off of like some music CD that I, I picked up from like my college library or something like that, um, and like I literally had no idea how to make beats or anything, and and I didn't even really know sampling was kind of a thing until like much later on in like my beat making, um, but I'll say the first. The first record that i remember sampling that i can like name and have off the top of my head um it was me and mrs jones by billy paul um i must have sampled that song on like four different beats at the time (laughs) it was kind of practice though you know because you you try to reflip it like three or four different ways and you know see how creative and, and different you can get Um, I mean, it's probably, I mean, I think I've got that beat somewhere on my computer. I mean, I'm like, I thought, I thought I was like DJ Premier at the time when I, (laughs) when I slipped it and it obviously didn't age very well, but,
0: you know, yeah, I was literally
2: like 14 years old or something like that. Okay. All right. Just
1: for a second, like just for this year alone. Is there any one project that you totally dislike? Like, you happened to listen to it, and it was terrible.
2: Uh, as far as terror... <laughs> I mean, I don't know if okay. I can go so yeah. far as to say I get, the, I get like, the
0: heat around here, so it's okay. Just blame me. I get the hate <laughs> mail.
2: All good. All good. Um, honestly, nothing I would call terrible. I mean, anything that I would... I guess expect to be terrible is is not making it anywhere near my rotation to begin with um, I mean there's certainly some records that uh, you know I think that I kind of deemed as disappointing um
1: okay you're, may- oh, you're one disappointment
2: <laughs> okay okay
1: okay, okay. There's, there's always something
2: yeah um I mean you know like I could, I could say some shit like Yo, I wasn't feeling that blue face, but you know, like I like I was I was never gonna fuck with it to like to begin <laughs> with, you know. So I, I can't be disappointed by it. Um I heard uh I heard Lost Tapes too. Um and while I did not hate it as much as a lot of people there's a lot of people I followed it, um, you know, it, it, it I kinda walked away from that record thinking like, damn let me executive produce this guy's album, you know. Like, like, well, let, let, let me handpick some of the beats, you know. And and, like that, and it wasn't, it wasn't a bad record, but I I, 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 I don't know why I expect so much from Nas, but mm, you know.
0: <laughs> if you're new to the show, thank you for checking out. Crush a lot podcast, consider subscribing, leaving a comment, letting other people know. But most importantly hit the links, links below and get to get to know what and the catalog. It's rich, it's dense, there's a lot of uh, to listen to. Um, if you need to uh, if you need a starting point, just check out the latest release of Blessing in Disguise or the Baker's Dozen series, is always they're always all solid. Um, so that's a good entryway and go go dig in the back catalog. There's a lot there to really really vibe with um, and that's the best way to help the show and consider buying it I mean if you got streaming services go ahead but if you want to buy it buy it um, help the artist as much as you can share like tweet and all that stuff gets people out there clean it any closing questions I'm not going to ask the regular questions because it's been banned thank god it's been banned bring the heat yo bring the heat <laughs> I want that smoke yo oh, you no see? you
1: really don't that's the most <laughs> annoying question ever Everyone don't want to hear it ever again, again.
0: Everyone loves it. They know <laughs> it's coming. They expect it. Um, That's what's up. Question Podcast. Eloquent Kalzingas Kalina. Catch us on the next episode. We have uh, Q3 and Zumo uh, for the Producers series. And we'll catch you on the next one. Peace.